Welcome to the Encore Entrepreneur Show, where we break through the online noise, trends, and all those fleeting tactics to bring you business guidance that stands the test of time, has been proven to work, and gives you real-world results so that your entrepreneurial journey is as successful as possible. We believe in building businesses from the inside out using values and validation. Learn how to put values and validation to work in your business by joining our free workshop at EncoreEmpire.com forward slash validate. I'm Deidre Harder, a CPA and business strategist. And I'm Carmen Reed Gilkison, a whole person certified coach and business strategist. We're your guides on the side and hosts of the Encore Entrepreneur Show. Let's get started. Marketing can be overwhelming. Because of that, it's very easy to fall prey to tactics that seem like they'd be helpful, but actually they do much more harm than good. Today, we'll share three of the most common missteps entrepreneurs make and what you should do instead to help you win the marketing game. All right, we're going to just kick right off with the first misstep, misstep number one, and that is copying what you see other people doing. Now, it's so easy to do this, especially when we aren't really sure what we're supposed to be doing. And so we see, oh, you know, this is, you know, that's working so well for that person. But what we want to, the reason we say it's a misstep is because we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Okay, so on social media, you might see vanity metrics, like you might see someone's post and it said, you know, there's 145 comments and we're like, oh my gosh, I have to do a post just like that one. But we don't know the strategy behind it and we don't know where it's leading to. And if those are just vanity metrics, you know, where people are just commenting for the sake of commenting or if it's actually leading anybody anywhere to purchase an offer. And I think that's where we really get sucked in is that we feel like we're getting some validation based on activities and based on likes and hearts and all these kinds of things. But if it's not leading anybody anywhere, well, it's not really helping us. I mean, maybe we're getting a little more popular and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But, you know, some people have strategies where uh, it's called a brand awareness strategy. Like they're not actually trying to make sales. They're simply trying to get visible. So again, we don't know what the strategy is behind it. Now, you may have seen a post like this or hear someone, maybe you even get an email about it, about people are boasting about the last email campaign that, that they had. They brought in over $10,000 in new revenue last month. And that sounds amazing, doesn't it? They're like, you know, all you need to do is buy this, you know, we're going to give you the script and we're going to, you can do the same thing. However, we don't know the size of their email list and it could be huge, right? Maybe they have 10,000 people and they sold something for $10. We don't really know what is the offer? What's the size of the email? So by not knowing these things, this is how we get caught up into shiny object syndrome because you don't know the whole story. We also don't know if maybe they had referral partners or affiliates helping them promote them because that's a whole nother way that we can do an email sales campaign. So what do we do instead? Well, we start with strategy. 
Mm-hmm. So you have to begin with the end in mind. What is the objective? What do you want your marketing to accomplish for you? And we can have multiple objectives. Like we can have brand building. We can have sales. We can have um, getting getting people to know about a new event that we're hosting. So there can be many different things that is our objective, but we've got to know what that is. Um, and that's how we build out our strategy. So by defining your objectives first, you'll gain an understanding of what tactics you should employ. And that way you're not just guessing and you're not just throwing things out there to see what's going to work. The second step is to conduct market research. Now, if you are not clear on who your ideal client is, and I mean crystal clear, and if you're not speaking their language, and I mean the words they have said to you, then almost nothing you do will bring about the desired results. That's right. And so, I mean, that was the second step in that in that misstep number one, but it really could be first for anyone who's in business. <laughs> like, we need to know who our ideal client is, and we need to know exactly what their words are, how they speak about their, their goals, their aspirations, and their challenges. So let's go to misstep number two in the marketing missteps. Falling prey to the posts that give away a generic content template. Have you seen this? It'll come up. Now we're headed to the end of the year. It's going to be, we'll see these all over the place. Um, I'm giving away 365 posts ideas. Who's in? Uh, And this seems like it would help you out, right? Because, well, there's 365 post ideas. Like, it's got to work. But there are a couple problems with this. How do you know that the topics being shared are what will resonate with your audience if you haven't done market research or if you haven't even seen what the topics are? Like usually it's in a broad industry. They'll say healthcare topics or business topics. So, you know, okay, maybe they're in my industry, but if they aren't speaking to your audience the way you would, then it's really not going to help you. It's strategy that makes marketing messages work, not general topics. So then here's another one. If a hundred people in your niche download the topic calendar from this person, right? They, they get this topic calendar. You might end up posting about the same things. And that's not a good way to stand out. You don't know if all these people in your industry are going to download this thing and fall prey to it as well. And they start posting things and you end up with the same posts on the same day. Now, How likely is that? We don't know, but how unlikely is it? We don't know that either. So there's no control from the get-go. You don't know what the topics are until you download it. If it's free, sure, maybe you could do it, but there is a better way. So do this instead. First of all, when you don't have a plan, anything seems like it will work, but you've got to get strategic, which is what Deirdre just said. During our marketing methodology workshop, we teach you how to develop topic categories for your business so you can streamline your marketing in a way that you know resonates with your audience. This is so key. Topic categories create buckets for you to brainstorm content ideas in, and they keep your messaging on point and consistent, which makes creating content a breeze because you understand Here's my, we say no more than five, five, no more than seven topic categories. So you have five to seven topic categories and you can 
brainstorm all kinds of stuff with, within those buckets, we like to call them. And you've got ideas for content galore. You don't need that random person's 365 post ideas, right? Because you can come up with your own that actually come from you, from your voice, and hopefully are tying into what your ideal clients actually want. Now, topic categories are industry specific. So they're what your audience expects and they allow you to take the information you learn about your what your audience is struggling with or what they want, most want to accomplish and tailor your content to that. So this is the other key. You're in an industry. You pick your topic categories. They're industry specific. So your audience is expecting to hear about that. Like for Deidre and I, for business, people are expecting to hear about marketing and they're expecting, expecting to hear about sales and they're expecting to hear about uh, conversion events and copy and all this kind of stuff. So when we talk about those things, it's no surprise, right? But we then have to know for our ideal clients and our audience, what is it that they are struggling with? Because we could be, we're business strategists here. We have a certain audience. There could be a business strategist next to us who has a completely different audience. And even the same topic categories like uh, marketing approaches could be different right? We work with a certain demographic. If someone's working with 20 to 30 year old, you know, men, then their marketing strategy is going to be vastly different than it is for us who's working with women who are over 40. And it's not just the age thing. It's, it's what matters to them. What matters to a woman over 40 when she's going to consider marketing is going to be completely different than what matters to a guy in his 20 to 30s, right? So that's why these broad things of, hey, I've got this content idea. Here's this calendar with all these ideas. It doesn't work unless you truly know your ideal client and what they're looking for, what their challenges are, what their aspirations are. And you can take those ideas and then make them work for you. But what's even better than that is to create your own topic categories and do it for yourself. So this is one of the best ways to make things easier for you. Now, let's talk about misstep number three. And this one is lack of focus. And we're going to talk about lack of focus in several different areas. So the first um, lack of focus is we get, we go into the danger zone of watering our message messaging down and it creates frustration. So it's causing problems for our audience and it's also causing problems for us. And so here's kind of what that looks like. So you might be speaking to more than one ideal client at a time. So does any, anybody here have more than one ideal client avatar? A lot of us do, you know, we might, it might be the same ideal client, but there could be some nuances, or maybe there's a set that needs something a little bit different. Um, we might have different programs or different packages for our ideal clients who need different things. For every ideal client, for every offer that we have, we have to have separate messaging for all of this. And we, if we start talking about this, that, and the other thing, then everybody gets confused and it even confuses us. Sometimes we create too many calls to action at once, right? We think, okay, I'm just going to put it all out there. I'm going to have them go to my website and I'm going to have them download the podcast and I want them to come to my event and book a consult call. Let's just put it all out there because that way I get, 
whatever they want to do. It's like the buffet, right? All the choices. And we think that's going to get us more traction. And yet it actually doesn't. And the reason is because too many choices, people can't make a choice, right? The easiest thing to do is have one clear call to action. Now, you don't have to use the same call to action every single time. We mix it up. Um, But you only want to have one because if we tell them to do one thing, the likelihood of them doing that one thing is much greater than if we give them five things and then they have to think about it. And if they have to think about it for more than two seconds, they're moving on, right? On to the next thing. Yeah. And we're talking about one thing per piece of content. Yes. Just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. So you can have different calls to action, but we don't use them all at one time. (laughs) That's right. We also want to be careful not to offer too many choices of services, packages, or options. So you might, again, it's that same idea, right? Well, if I give them five choices, like they can work with me this in this, 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 or this, then we think we're covering our bases. But again, it's too many choices for people and they don't know which one is best for them or they may not know. And so it's really up to them to be very clear And here's where this focus comes in to say, this offer is for this person who is having this issue and wants wants to solve this problem or wants to transform in this way. When we can lay it out that directly and that clearly, that's when people will take you up on that call to action. That's when they will buy your services and your packages. And again, this is where strategy comes in. We can have more than one package or option or service. But you have to lay out the strategies on when you're going to be talking about what so that we are leading our audience and clients to choose what is best for them. Another um, problem of focus we have is being on too many platforms at once. So anyone here who is on more than two platforms, you really need to take a look at are you wa- are you watering yourself down? Like, are you spread too thin? Now, we believe in repurposing content. It's the greatest thing in the world. And we can do that. However, you can repurpose content fairly fast and easy. And you can put it on five platforms. We've got lots of tools and softwares that do that now, right? The issue is it doesn't do any good to put... T- content everywhere if, again, we don't have a strategy for that platform because each platform is a little bit different and driving traffic to that content. That's the whole point because if we're just putting stuff out there and no one's seeing it, well, it isn't doing us any good. So what can we do instead? So it create your annual marketing plan and map out each month. This is going to define what you're offering or promoting. Now, that sounds like a big thing, right? Create an annual marketing plan. It's a big deal. It's actually easier than you think. And that's something that we are going to teach you how to do in the Marketing Methodology Workshop. And we have a simple three-step plan on how you're going to do this. And really what this is, is this is your, this is your big map for the year. And we're just, we're just putting in some placeholders. We're just planning this out. We're not actually creating any kind of content for a year, we're just simply going to map out what are the things that we're going to be focused on. And then we're going to make sure our content matches up to that. And then we're going to define the marketing message 
and the topic categories that Carmen was talking about that lead your prospects to that offer. So when we plan this out and laid it out, it's going to make things so much easier for you. Now, for platforms, when we're talking about different platforms, we suggest that you choose one or two and outline your strategy. Um, What will you post and how often? Because unless you have a large team working with you, you, it's very difficult to successfully use that omnipresence marketing strategy. And I know a lot of people talk about a lot of marketing um, experts will tell you, you, know, you need omnipresence, you got to be everywhere. But again, that waters us down. We can't do that if it's just us or if it's just us with, with a couple of people helping us. So it's much more effective for you to go all in. If you're on one platform, maybe two, you can learn it, you can test your messaging, you can watch the metrics to see what's happening, you can tell if you're meeting your objectives or not. So we suggest you master one platform at a time, and you're using metrics along the way to to gauge the effectiveness of both the platform itself and the marketing tactics that you're using. Yeah, I just heard a podcast interview with someone who was a podcast specialist. And she was saying some of her clients will say, well, I'm going to put my podcast on YouTube. And she's like, don't, no, don't do, there's no reason to do that. Like, this is what we think. And it's easy to fall into this. Like you created a podcast, maybe it's a video podcast and, or even audio, because now YouTube's going into the whole podcasting thing. But you can't just throw it up there and expect it to do anything. She goes, if you want to put it up there and just house it there, great. But it's not going to do anything for your YouTube channel. It's not going to grow your YouTube channel. That's a completely different strategy. And so when we look at every single platform, there's a different strategy for each platform. Like on Facebook, you get penalized for putting the link, a link off of Facebook in your post, but you can put it in the first comment, right? Or a comment underneath. On LinkedIn, you get penalized for putting it in the first comment. So it's better to put it in the in the body. That's how it is now as of this recording in <laughs> November of 2023. I mean, it changes so fast and so often. And we don't know. And who's going to keep up with that? So it's much better to just find the one platform or two platforms and learn them and keep up on the changes instead of thinking, well, if I put my stuff out on YouTube and if I put my stuff over here and if I do TikTok now and I do reels and I do all this, it's just going to be, you're going to spread yourself too thin and you're going to dilute everything. And then you're going to be burnt out and creating content is not going to be any fun, right? We don't want that. So I have a question for you. How would it feel to ditch the marketing overwhelm so you can spend your precious time growing your business? Because that's what we're here for, right? Yes, we need to market, We don't want to put all of our time into creating content for seven different platforms. We actually want to grow our business and content's only one small piece of that. But marketing goes beyond content and there's a whole strategy around that. So you can do that if you join us for the Marketing Methodology Workshop where you will build out your custom marketing framework and create a simple to follow system to achieve your business goals in three easy steps. And you can do that by going to EncoreEmpire.com forward slash marketing. And I'll put that in the link in the comments. Uh, and there's one, I was going to say one thing now, Deidre, you said something that was going to, I was going to respond to. Oh, I know what it was. It's the planning. 
I've heard so many people and I've gotten emails about it's we're all getting ready to plan for 2024, right? And there's people saying, don't plan a whole year out. And in our marketing methodology workshop, what we say is we will plan, we'll create a content plan for the next 12 months, but that's not creating content for the next 12 months. We do it differently because we believe you need to know what you're leading people to as much as possible, as far out as possible, as far out as 12 months. And we go into why this is in the Marketing Methodology Workshop. You can't do just 90 days and then come to the end of 90 days and it's a big blank slate and a giant question mark. You need to know, you need to look at your year in advance and say, okay, I'm going to participate in this kind of an event. I'm going to host this one. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be featured here. To the extent that you know that, we need to know that stuff so we can map out what content leads up to that. Because if you don't know that stuff, then you're just creating content for the sake of creating content and it's not going anywhere. So that is where we get into strategy and we help you maximize your marketing efforts so that you aren't uh, burnt out at the end. <laughs> so we invite you to join us again by going to EncoreEmpire.com forward slash marketing. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Encore Entrepreneur. Can you do us a favor? It will help us if you would please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you the real talk about how to be successful without compromising your values, and we need your help to spread the word.